Hello and welcome to EV Brief for Tuesday, May 7. This is your weekly rundown of electric vehicle news. On this week's show, production EV news from Hyundai, Mercedes and BMW. I'll cover the week's Tesla stories and an Australian company, Magnix, will be providing propulsion units for a new electric plane. Firstly, just want to say apologies for the delay in getting this episode out to you this week. Uh, My studio has been surrounded by constant construction noise during the day, which uh, isn't the greatest thing when you're trying to record audio. Now let's get to the news, and first up, Hyundai has given its Ionic sedan a bit of a nip and tuck, uh, refreshing the design and increasing the battery capacity. Uh, With revised front and rear styling, new bumpers, new fascias, that sort of thing, um, they've also added LED headlamps and tail lamps, uh, and a more aggressive and visually distinctive design. Uh, There are upgrades to the inside too, with new trim choices, a large 10.25 centrally mounted screen, that's a touchscreen, and a 7-inch LCD dashboard. Uh, Hyundai's Blue Link app also gets a revamp with the ability to start your Ionic remotely and also check the battery condition. Uh, Speaking of which, that's been upgraded too. The previous Ionic had a 28kWh battery pack, sorry. and it's actually been boosted to 38.3 kilowatt hours, so that gives uh, Ionic owners a total range of about 300 kilometers. Um, with a boost of 12 kilowatts in power, the Ionic now puts out about 100 kilowatts and 295 newton meters of torque. Uh, Car Advice is reporting that Hyundai Australia has confirmed we'll be seeing this new model launch uh, sometime in the second half of 2019. There's no word on price yet, but I expect it to stay close to the current model's drive-away price of $50,000. Last month, BMW commenced a teaser marketing campaign for its next i-branded electric vehicle, the i4. And uh, while we've seen photos of the heavily camouflaged exterior, uh, carscoops.com brings us photos of the interior now. The interesting thing about the visible details in these pictures is that the i4 appears to have a more conventional uh, BMW interior uh, with switchgear from the uh, new 3 Series, uh, unlike the i3 and i8 electric vehicles which offer unique designs to their cabins. The instrument cluster, uh, central screen and switchgear all appear to be borrowed from the uh, 3 Series, as I mentioned, which came out just a few months ago in Australia. Uh, now things, of course, could change. Uh, this vehicle isn't scheduled to even begin production until 2021, so BMW still has another year or so of development before the i4 is signed off on for production. So I'll certainly be following this one with interest, as BMW's EV product selection is pretty limited at the moment, um, sort of lacking a competitive vehicle for any of its rivals from Tesla, Mercedes-Benz, uh, Audi or Porsche. Uh, But they have, however, committed to introducing 12 uh, all-electric and 13 plug-in hybrid models by 2025. So stay tuned. Now, I thought we might get away with not discussing Tesla this week, but uh, there's always plenty of news from the brand. Uh, Tesla has pushed some updates to owners' vehicles last week, and the lane departure avoidance system has got some new features. Uh, We're pretty familiar by now with uh, videos of Teslas basically driving themselves down the freeway with autopilot. The lane departure system, though, now works even with that disengaged, with autopilot disengaged, adding corrective steering inputs if it detects the car is leaving its lane uh, without the indicator on. Uh, There's also an emergency lane departure system that will direct the car back into its lane if it detects an imminent crash or if the car is about to leave the road. 
Um, another new feature this week, uh, although some people have reported seeing this in the past, uh, Teslas are self-diagnosing problems and automatically ordering parts. Yes, you did hear that correctly. They are ordering parts themselves. Uh, Look, there are many stories out there about Tesla owners around the world being off the road for, for weeks or sometimes months while waiting for spare parts. Uh, and Tesla, it seems, is actually leveraging its uh, connected vehicles computers now to improve the service experience. Um, Tesla's calling this live issue detection, and certain components can be automatically ordered ahead by the car if it deems uh, replacement is necessary. Uh, the car then asks you to make a service appointment through the Tesla app. Um, look, for those of you who aren't so familiar with Teslas, uh, each vehicle has a permanent wireless data connection, uh, meaning updates and information can be transferred both ways between Tesla and your vehicle. Um, this is pretty incredible technology and it's great to see Tesla still innovating. Um, hopefully it means that uh, more Tesla owners can have a satisfying service experience with uh, little to no downtime when their cars do have mechanical problems. Now, regarding Tesla's finances, and Goldman Sachs led a fundraising push for the brand last week, raising $2.34 billion US in cash by selling shares worth $737 million and convertible notes worth $1.6 billion. Uh, despite the lagging stock price following uh, Tesla's Q1 results, this was a strong show of support from Wall Street and Tesla's stock price is up around uh, $20 US from this time last week. Uh, this just about doubles uh, Tesla's cash on hand and will be absolutely essential to Tesla's 2019 and 2020 plans, including the uh, uh, completion and opening of the Chinese Gigafactory and the rollout of the Model Y and Tesla Semi. And for the final piece of Tesla news, we saw Model 3 orders open in the UK last week. And this week, there's a lot of excited Australian Model 3 uh, potential owners monitoring the Tesla Australia website. Uh, with expectations around an imminent online launch here in Australia, there's a certain excitement in the air. And I'll be sure to let you know as soon as the configurator is live in Australia. Hopefully we don't have to wait too long. Mercedes-Benz has finally begun production of its EQC electric SUV and uh, released a number of new videos to celebrate, which I'll link to. Uh, now, we first saw the uh, first rides for journalists in this car uh, in Melbourne a couple of months ago, uh, but we still don't have Australian stats or pricing. Uh, Mercedes-Benz has said in its press release that this car will be manufactured in uh, Bremen, Germany, alongside the C-Class family. Production will also commence in China towards the end of 2019. The EQC retails for around €71,000 in Germany, which is the equivalent of about uh, 114000 Australian dollars. Given its specifications, including an 80 kilowatt hour battery pack, a dual motor all-wheel drive setup, and a predicted range of between 400 and 450 kilometres, uh, I reckon the EQC will line up quite competitively with uh, the Tesla Model X and Jaguar I-Pace, around the $120,000 to $140,000 mark. I'll let you know as soon as uh, we have Australian specifications and pricing. On to a different type of electric vehicle now, and the Driven website brings further good news about the future of electric vehicle production in Australia, with the electric propulsion company Magnix chosen to power Eviation's new electric aircraft. Uh, Eviation is an Israeli company. Uh, they're building the world's first electric prototype passenger aircraft. 
uh, and they plan to debut the plane at the Paris Air Show in June. Uh, battery technology has obviously come a long way since electric aircraft were conceived, and uh, the Alice, as it's called, is designed to handle distances up to 1,000 kilometres on a single charge, um, which is perfect for some of the busiest air corridors in the world. Now, um, detractors are going to say that, you know, that's not much range, etc., etc., but uh, consider the distances for some of the uh, air routes with the greatest number of planes uh, in the world, and they are quite short routes. You've got Singapore to KL, it's 300 kilometres. You've got Hong Kong to Taipei, which is 800 kilometres. You've got uh, LGA to Toronto, uh, sorry, that's LaGuardia in New York, and that's about 580 kilometres. And of course, Melbourne to Sydney, which is about 700 kilometres and uh, probably Australia's busiest. Um, now, I still had doubts, but uh, if you read what aviation is doing, um, this definitely sounds like the future of air travel. Um, yes, batteries are heavy, but uh, of course, so is fuel and so are jet engines. Um, and if you don't have to carry fuel, you can carry a lot more batteries. And if you don't have to carry huge heavy engines, uh, you can not only carry even more batteries, uh, but you can also design a plane from the ground up as aviation has done. Um, they've got small electric motors on each wing and on the tail. Um, and the Alice is an efficient, uh, light and simple to operate and maintain aircraft, which uh, should also reduce operating costs for airlines. At this stage, the Alice is just a nine-seater, but uh, if this aircraft completes its testing and receives FAA approval and commences operation, you can be sure that uh, electric propulsion will be the next uh, quantum shift in uh, aviation. And that's the show this week. Apologies again for the delay in getting it out to you, uh, but please subscribe on your favourite podcast app or listen on TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify or SoundCloud. I'll be sure to keep you updated when the Tesla Model 3 configurator opens in Australia. Uh, so follow at EV Brief Podcast on Twitter for the latest news. My name is Jonathan McFeet and thanks for tuning in. 